Cutting through the ball in the post through the apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. And this week, this is Weird News 5, The Final Frontier. Hey. The Weird News special. We'll use up some of the stuff we've got, the, the gold we haven't used. Yep. I don't think we're ever going to run out of weird nope. shit because as long as there's humans and the internet. <laughs> Yeah. Just when I think, oh, this is a bit of a lean week for weird news, comes a Saturday, boom, six in a row. We're like, ah, oh, there we go. You yeah, <laughs> know it's been a quiet week. <laughs> it is astonishing the amount of weirdness out there, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what's the first one we got? Logan Paul, the, uh, is he, he's a YouTuber, isn't he? Yes, he, he is. He was the one that got in trouble for filming that dead body of the suicide mountain in Japan. It's the one and the same. Yeah. Well, he's got a trek to Antarctica, Antarctica to prove the flat Earth theory. Oh God, I hope he freezes to death. Mm. Uh. I hope his husky eats him. <laughs> ah. So, YouTuber Logan Paul's flat Earth documentary lands today, in which he appears to come out as a believer in the conspiracy theory and vows to take part in a trip to Antarctica to find out once and for all. Paul's newest film, titled The Flat Earth to the Edge and Back, sees him leaving the twenty. Uh, heading to the 2018 Flat Earth International Conference in Denver, Colorado, where he told the crowd, I'm not ashamed to say my name is Logan Paul and I think I'm coming out of the Flat Earth closet. Well, well oh, done. Yeah. You're a dick. So... <laughs> yeah. it, it's back to the same argument that I think most of us rational people say, never mind the science, because uh, I'm not an astrophysicist. Why would they lie about it being fucking round or flat. I mean, yeah. yeah, what's the difference? What because, know, yeah. because NASA's taken the money, Gaz. Oh, God. I mean, isn't that like a bit extreme, though? I think they get a budget of something like 60 billion a year, and like, they're all pocketing it, and you're like, well... No. Their GDP's a lot higher than that. Couldn't they? I'm going to do a Columbo here. I'm doing the Columbo just one more thing. Oh, I'm just playing devil's advocate on that. No, I know. <laughs> so, it's a NASA... They lied to us about it being a globe because NASA's having the money. Yeah. There were people saying it was a globe a long fucking time before NASA existed, weren't there? Yeah, but that's all fake news. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's or, or it's biblical. That's, that's pretty much, if I remember back to our Flat Earth episode, mm. check that out, it's an early one, actually. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to do a Flat Earth revisited at some yeah, point. Yeah, we've, we've said that. We are going to definitely do that. They believe in the firmament, don't they? Oh, yeah. Is that's it something biblical? Yeah. yeah it's... But then, like, is it flat? Or is it a dome? Is there a dome as well? Mm. Is it an ice wall and a dome, or just the ice wall? <laughs> I mean, it's just there's so many layers to it. Well, there's no there's so many layers to a flat Earth. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, I've not seen any substantial evidence to prove it. No, it's all speculation. Oh no! Remember that rapper that went on Twitter and was like, <laughs> "Oh, I remember him. Look, that city's fucking 40, 50 miles away." If it was curved, I wouldn't be able to see it. My favourite one, a meme that I saw, I nearly threw my phone away. I was so angry <laughs> by this meme. Like, it showed some people on a, like, a merry-go-round, 
you know, at a kiddies playground and like their hairs flow in and like, woo, it's like two mile an hour. And then the next one is somebody in like one of those G-force things and their face is like this. And it's like a um, hundred miles an hour. And then zoom out, show the planet and how fast the planet's supposed to be going. Oh, it's, it's quick. A few thousand miles an hour or something oh, like that. A second, probably. Yeah, a second. Probably. Okay. Anyway, the speed that the Earth's going, but then everyone sat, and it shows a picture of everyone stood perfectly still. And I was like, even I, with my fucking rudimentary understanding, uh, and that's probably pushing it, calling it <laughs> rudimentary, yeah. basic understanding of basic physics, is it's all fucking relative, isn't it? The Earth is so big, it's bigger than their fucking comprehension would allow them to think of. Like, well, they've only seen the inside of their mum's basement. Uh, well, <laughs> exactly. Like, why would it be making us go, Whoa, the Earth's so fast, well, man! I've, I also like to think that We've if, if it, well, that was happening, I don't think the human race would be here. Exactly! We'd <laughs> all fly off! Yeah, we'd all have flung against a tree and died. <laughs> and why is Earth so special? It's flat. Yeah. Everything else is round. Yeah. Mars is round. Saturn's round. The moon's round. But Earth's flat. God sat on it. Oh, it was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> Solved it. Oh, there we go. Boom. Well, this fucker, Logan Paul, has got the money and the funds, I imagine. He's one of the top YouTubers. So oh, this, this chap here, sorry. Oh, is this a different one? This, he's asking this YouTuber, this Logan Paul's asking oh. this, this chap, and he says, and he says what to one, do you acknowledge that the other planets are round? To which the man replies, I don't acknowledge the other planets are planets. Oh. Oh, but you dear. can... Physically get a telescope, you can go to fucking a department store or whatever, yeah. or Amazon, and buy a telescope to look at Mars at least, can't you? Or, or Jupiter, or Saturn, mm. probably. Or Venus, or... You can look at the sun if you want to, if you're flat Earth, I don't observe, care. Yeah, you're right, you can literally do your own experiment. Yeah. Go and observe it with your face, with the naked... Well, it's not the naked eye, is it, through a telescope, but it's still... Yeah. I mean, there's no... Computer, pi computer pixies no, inside the telescope. it's two bits of glass. Yeah, it's like, so it's, you are just using your face. Like, and this next bit down here, this is one bit that I didn't know of until um, I've, I've developed a bad habit of reading the comments in those conspiracy groups that we're members of. Oh, yes, of. me too, And I yeah. think there's a lot of trolls in there, and that's why I've stopped. I've started to write things and then delete them rather than get into arguments with fools because this new one's come up where they, they, they challenge you to prove that gravity exists and like, you know, show me an experiment that proves gravity. You can't. Ha! Ugh. It's flat! And I'm like, isn't the experiment that proves it where you just drop a pencil? Isn't that like, yeah, I just yeah, proved it? Exactly. And then they're like, show me some empirical like studies that are done on and you're like, I, well I can't, I just know it makes sense, gravity. That's why we're not floating off and, yeah. you know, Newton came up with the a plausible explanation, didn't he? Yeah. We're I all mean, down with Newton here. I mean, I've got to be honest, I don't understand it. Is it like a mystical force, like the force in the universe? Or is it literally to do with the Earth's rotation and it creates... They don't know why it's so weak. Mm. It's, you know, we can escape gravity when jumping. Well, unless it's the stuff holding the nucleus yes, of an atom yes. together, that's I'm pretty about, strong. Yeah, I'm on about this type of gravity. Why it's so weak? Because mm. it lets us jump, whereas on other planets we'd be like pinned. Well, if it's a massive look at the side of the planet and we can escape that mm. just by jumping. But isn't it's it like flat. the higher you go? Well, that wouldn't work. You've convinced me. So, the well, higher, yeah. the, higher they go, higher you go, the gravity gets less. Yeah, that's why in space it's zero g. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, either way, it could be just the Bible. 
Yeah. One thing I liked... I don't even know where it says in the Bible, the earth's This is depressing, though. Have you read that? A slightly depressing poll by YouGov asked 8,215 US adults if they thought the earth was round. Of those asked, 84% stated they believed the earth was round. And only 66% for 18 to 24. Oh, God. Well... But I, I do like this... That's a third. So a third... The um, millennials. At least they do think, but that's at least a third that don't. And then we come back to idiocracy. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a theory that thinks that um, this fl- whole flat earth thing, the modern resurgence of it, started on 4chan as a trolling thing. Uh, it was literally a joke which has spread, and now people that are susceptible, and because they can watch a couple of YouTube videos, it's just... It's ruining people's minds. <laughs> I want to know why these people always go with some bloke on YouTube with a homemade video rather than what mm. the people who spent their entire lives studying a subject to some bloke who's just read some stuff on the internet. Yeah. I don't know why they always believe them. I mean, if Brian Cox comes on the telly and says, the Earth's round, well, he's an astrophysicist. Well, we've, we've known the Earth's round for like 2,000 years. Yeah, the ancient Greeks yeah. knew it's really longer than that. Yeah. Don't you work it out with maths and stuff? Yeah. Stuff that you fucking flat earthers don't, don't understand. And next they're going to tell me, prove maths is real. No, don't. Maths doesn't exist. <laughs> but yes, the religious element, I think with the firmament and that, it, it all just ties into the belief of an above and a below, doesn't it? Mm. And, uh, you know, the heavens is where the gods and the dead people reside. And But then is the flat you know, earth on the back of a giant elephant with four turtles? I would prefer that. I would prefer if it's a dormant, long, hibernating planet. Oh, I'm stumbling. Transformer God, which is what, in the comics, that's what um, Cybertron is. It's their god, oh, right. Primus, is um, just turned into a planet and is hiding away in there. Like, as a, he transformed into a planet. Like, and Unicron is the, uh, the devil. Oh, that makes sense. That's why he's got horns. Yeah. So I would like to think that. I don't want it to transform with me on it. Maybe it'd probably be all right. I'd imagine that's part of his skill, and no uh, one dies. Yeah, okay, I can go with that. So like each like sort of country would be on a different part of yeah. the giant body, nice yeah. and flat, yeah. not squashed between. And he'd probably just sort of transform like lying down right. flat. It'd be a shame if he accidentally put like France in his elbow and then like bent his arm. Oh yeah, he was. <laughs> oh, oh shit! I'm sorry, France. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's on fire at the minute anyway. <laughs> I don't know why I picked France. It's just a uh, traditional British. Jousting. 18 girl. weeks burning now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Come on, you gilets jaunes. Not the racist ones in Britain, though. No. They suck. The leftist ones in France. Je suis Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer if you stop talking about flat earth and move on. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, it. It's flat. It's not really. No, it's not. You know how Yuri Geller wanted to stop uh, a general election? Now he wants to stop Brexit using telepathy. <laughs> This man has mental health problems that neither you or I or you, Mike, are qualified <laughs> to help him with. He literally thinks he's like Superman. I know. I read this statement. If it's the same one we're going to read out of him. Yeah, let, go for it. So he's basically sent a letter to Theresa May saying he felt psychically and very strongly that most Britons are anti-Brexit and promised to stop the process telepathically. He wrote... I feel psychically and very strongly that most people do not want Brexit. I love you very much and I will not allow you to lead Britain into Brexit. As much as I admire you, I will stop you telepathically from doing this. And believe me, I am capable of executing it. Before I take this drastic course of action, I appeal to you to stop the process immediately while you still have the chance. 
So he's actually gonna he's gonna persuade Theresa May to revoke his Is programmer? Yeah. May but <laughs> It sounds like is it X-Men that- 3 where like Magneto broadcasts to the world and he's like, you're not safe. <laughs> That's and then right. he starts threatening everybody. Yeah. Like, he did like a threatening uh, to hold Magneto. <laughs> I didn't like that film, I must admit. Part three, three definite, definite drop-off in quality. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't yeah. the film he wanted to make, apparently? Well, it was, they had to change the director and... Yeah. One first of the two, ones. can't argue... The second one's actually pretty good. So yeah. Actually, one of them things I think it's better than the first. Um, I would I would agree with that. But I do like the remakes. Um, uh, Apocalypse yeah. is a bit weak. I thought. I like that. See, but, I like that. I like the. That's the only I, I, one I haven't seen. I like the baddie though. I, like, I think he's uh, awesome. I think Days of Future Past is my favourite. That's a brilliant film. I think it's genuinely a really a, good film. A really good comic. They actually improved on. I'm not one of these people who's like you have to slavishly stick to the comic. Like no, you don't. You can improve on it, which they did with that movie. In my opinion, shoot me, internet nerds, but or don't shoot me actually. But you know what I mean. I love that Wolverine one in Japan. I haven't seen that. Is it Logan? Yeah, people shit on that one. It, it's Do quite. They? There's a yeah, a lot of people don't like that. But giant like robot it. samurai who has got a name that I can't mm. think of. He turns up at the end. Yeah, it's a good movie. And you know what? That's the one where she says to him, "You're gonna die." She predicts his death. How he does die yeah. in the end in Logan, which I thought was cool. Logan's probably my favourite, to be fair, though. Because for the first time after all them X-Men films, you finally get him sticking them claws through people's fucking skulls, <laughs> man. Up through the jaw, out the top of the fucking head, like in the books, man. Urgh. Quality film. Anyway, what are we talking about? Is Yuri oh, yeah, Yuri Geller's going to stop Brexit. Yuri Geller is going to stop Brexit. <laughs> I'd take him more seriously, Ben, if he had a special yeah. metal helmet. <laughs> and bent spoons stuck <laughs> to it. <laughs> He's doing a car with bent spoons stuck to it. That's his spoon mobile. <laughs> <laughs> spoons, trees are made in it. She used to live at his house, apparently. He used to live in a constituency he'd known oh. him for 21 years. She rented his house off him, I think. Oh, wow. I think he lived in the house. So at the same time. Not like an odd couple. So he won't... <laughs> Will you stop bending my spoons, please? <laughs> so he won't allow her to lead Britain out of Europe, yeah. right? But he uh, he will stop. Use, also use his powers to stop Corbyn becoming Prime Minister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, Why is he interfering with our democracy? Yeah, he shouldn't be. And Yuri, I, I mean, I, I don't want to tell a, a Yuri how to bend spoons, but... Um, <laughs> I would like to sit down with you and, and let's make a list of things you could stop in the world <laughs> that might be slightly more pertinent than Brexit. I'm thinking, you know, genocide. child soldiers, genocide. Child sex slavery. Yeah, that kind of thing. Mining, you know. There's a lot of stuff going on in the Congo that they'd probably be really fucking grateful. <laughs> if you could choose your superpowers. Superhero like you, Yuri. <laughs> I'd like him to go to a third world, Fuck. sort of one of them countries that's in perpetual civil war, and try and stun, try and influence people's psyche. Yeah. I want to see the, I want it filmed. The first band of gun-toting, whacked off their face on drugs, heavily armed rebels groups. He's gonna walk up to and go, put his his hand to his head, Professor X style, and try and psychically. They would chop his arms off. Fascinating. Yeah. Hack him to death with machetes. Three minutes. I'll give him three minutes. He's been hacked to death by a 12-year-old on cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> please stop. Please 
please! The power of my mind compels you! <laughs> no, it doesn't! <laughs> oh, I mean, surely for the powers, you'd bend all the machetes back, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, like Magneto <laughs> style. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> and they, they no, it does It doesn't work like that, Mike. He has to get the machete off him and sit there fucking <laughs> rubbing it for ten minutes. <laughs> now, just wait. <laughs> I'll promise. I'll Sodomised with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, as much as I like his sentiment, and I'm sure he means well. You fucking lunatic, mate. He's literally threatening the public in a national newspaper. I'm going to use my psychic abilities. If you believe on you. in Brexit, I'm going to psychically reprogram you. <laughs> That's not cool, Yuri. I mean, I don't want Brexit either, but if it's going to be stopped, I'd like it to be through democratic means, not because some fucking... Some, see, this is why we need the Sokovia Accords. Right? So Superhero registration. He can't act exactly. unless the government's let him. You need proper training. We don't have in the hands of the government, do we? Well, that's so you'd be you'd be like me. You're on Captain America's side, mate. Yeah, yeah I have have you seen well. that one? I haven't so, seen it. Yeah, but it's like oh, the, it's, you'd like the. It's really good, actually. The third one's my favourite yeah, Captain America film. Basically, Iron Man. Because people argue over it. A lot of people think Iron Man's in the right. He's like, look. Sometimes when we do our superheroing, fucking there's collateral damage. People die. Buildings. Go, you know, we need there needs to be like we need to be accountable. Yeah, like, we need to be regulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to sign up with the government. It's going to be government sanctioned and, and that. But Captain America is like, well, that's... No, 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 no. Because then your government... What if the government's bad? Yeah. I'm for the people. Yeah, yeah. And then cool fighty stuff is public, Publicly regulated, then mm, it'll be something different. I see both sides. That airport fight scene is fucking oh, badass, fuck though. Yeah, that is amazing. amazing. It's, it's, just, it's just every single super Marvel superhero introduced at that point doing yeah. their thing against one another it's fucking brilliant it's the closest thing to a, one of the mm. books just come into life I suppose yeah. and like yeah and it's it's really Warm. well shot you can see everything that's happening it's yeah. it's you know it's just brilliant it's and that's the other thing I've seen that you've just meant now you've said it yeah it's in broad daylight it's yeah. not one of these sometimes to save on money it's basically easier to hide special effects and things the darker it is mm. So they save money that way, like shooting things at night and cutting away really fast and that. But no, that scene is a fucking airport mm. in the middle of the day and you just see everything. Yeah. And it's in like the middle of the film, isn't it? It's not the Yeah, climax. it is, yeah. It's the middle of the film because you get the, the, the fight at the end as yeah. well, which is, which is fucking cool as well. Fuck, that's a good film, isn't it? Yeah. Cap 3, isn't it, basically? Yeah. Civil War. Yeah, that's a good one. You would definitely like number yeah. 2 and number 3. Because yeah. in number 2, the storyline is that they've developed this system and it's got like a an algorithm and it works out Who's likely to be violent or like a dissenter? Uh, future crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, who's who's left wing? Because yeah. the Nazis have infiltrated Shield. Yeah. And uh, and the U.S. government, Hydra's infiltrated the U.S. government and Shield, and they've got this algorithm that basically any leftist, as soon as people that oppose them politically, as soon as comes on, they'll just take them all. Everyone's just gonna get. Yeah, and Cap's obviously not very, no. very happy with that. But yeah, I think, you'd, and it's more—it's like a political thriller with superhero mm. fights. It is actually—it's—it's uh, it's, it's more like a, it's like a nineteen seventies spy movie mm. with superheroes. It's mm. fucking—it's a really good film, Winter Soldier. Yeah, and you get the Winter Soldier, and he looks—he's awesome. Yeah, the metal arm. So fake superheroes. In conclusion, to tie it back to the story, look fucking professionals yeah. here—the last professional <laughs> broadcasters of the apocalypse. Made-up superheroes like Yuri Geller <laughs> are nowhere near as interesting as real superheroes like Captain America. 
Have I got that right? Yeah. 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 Also, <laughs> I don't like our Avengers team if he's in it. <laughs> I don't want him in it. <laughs> he's happy, he wouldn't he? Fucking spoon helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine it's an Avengers 1, New York's under attack by interdimensional aliens, City's getting do? taken out, Yuri Carroll rocks up with his spoon helmet, we're fucked! Loki's <laughs> won! Yuri, how are you going to help us fight the aliens? I don't know, but if they ever have an election, I'm your man. I'll rig the shit out of it. <laughs> Moving uh, on. Yeah. So this is in the Daily Star on Sunday. Especially for you two, Princess Diana delivers warning to Meghan Markle ahead of baby birth. That's curious, because she's dead as fuck, isn't she? Mm. <laughs> How did she deliver this message, Ben? Through some, some psychic twins. Ah, silly me. They previously predicted that the Duchess of Sussex was pregnant just weeks before it was officially announced last October. They, this is great. They also remarkably correctly envisioned Diana appearing at Meghan and Harry's wedding last year in the form of a fly. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was a summer wedding, wasn't it? Would have been. Yeah. Um, so, we don't have every, well, so we don't have flies, we haven't one that turns up to look like Diana. I know this is not the most reputable journalistic source available, but I have serious issues with the use of the word correctly. So do I. How can you fucking quantify that? Like, well, I can't prove it wasn't Princess Diana in fly form, can I? So there you go. Did she get squashed by a BMW? <laughs> <laughs> Did she fly into a pillar? Maybe she flew into a tunnel and didn't come out the other. Uh -huh. Ah, I'm sorry. I'm disrespecting the people's princess now. Anyway, now they say Diana's reached out to them to, to, to deliver the warning to mom to be Megan. Yeah, get the fuck out of that family, the murdering <laughs> bastards. Uh, or, or <laughs> make sure that your driver isn't pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Never get in a taxi with a Frenchman driving. <laughs> and anyway, she says, I am over the moon about the imminent arrival of your firstborn, the twins quote Diana is saying. She's going to deliver a warning, remember? Oh, there she is. Quote, your baby will be very close to Will and Kate's children, and I see them doing many play dates and activities together. Well, no shit. You know, it's almost like they're related. Yeah. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> it warms my heart to be happy you both look, and it is sincere. A very pure kind of love. I don't see you having twins, at least not with this pregnancy, although that, that is in the headlines a lot. Moving and transiting is quite stressful for you, Megan. On top of a pregnancy, I feel you will navigate the transition quite well. <laughs> Right, so it's, it's hard to give us the warning. It's hardly groundbreaking, is it? Give us the warning. Right, where's the warning? In a string of warnings, the twins say Diana adds, make sure you take time to rest, Megan. You are so hard. Well, this isn't bo this is bollocks. Come on, where's the fucking <laughs> stuff about the royal family trying to kill her? Well, oh, this is terrible. I this isn't news. I also take umbrage with, why would she come back come as a fly? Isn't she going to say anything about, like, hey, I was killed in a car, it wasn't a car accident. Oh, remember this. Oh, don't try to be perfect as I did. Remember the press magnifies any perceived mistake. No shit. Well, I don't think she would come back as a fly. And no. can dead people do that? Decide, like, so you're, in, you're, you're on the, the, the afterlife, right? And you, your soul's whizzing around and you think, oh, shit, there's a wedding I'd really like to go to in the real world. Um, I'll do you just, have to ask permission to go? Yeah, do you have to fill out a form? Yeah, pass, do, do, do girls well, get a passport? Well, Diana, uh, it's such short notice, I'm afraid. No, I can't do butterfly. No, I can't do dragonfly. No, not even a mouse or a rat or a fox. Bog standard. 
shit fly. House fly, that's yeah. it. That's um, all that's available. And you've got two hours and you better be back. <laughs> but don't speed. <laughs> I think it is, right? Why couldn't you, wouldn't it have been easier just for to sort of force Ghost away in at the back? Yeah, or just watch from the afterworld. Yeah. Have they got tellies there? I, I don't know, know how it works. <laughs> but it just seems less effort for him just to stand at the back in a spectral form than to manifest herself as a fly. <laughs> well, if you're going by traditional Buddhism, then she would have had to commit sins to be able to, to be relegated to that fly. That's, that's true. So that's the only way she could come back. It goes, actually, you know, you know you've know, you been quite a naughty girl. You weren't good enough. You what weren't. do their Buddhists know? <laughs> Who picks that anyway for and Buddhism? How did they know that that fly was there? Look at that. Tits on that fly, <laughs> <laughs> and it's wearing a tiara. <laughs> and there appears to be a, a Muslim fly following closely behind. <laughs> it must be Diana. And then there's a fly that flying around very really drunkenly, and it's the driver. <laughs> Bumping into everything. Somebody shines on a, a, a flashlight in the driver's eye, and all three of the flies just. See our, or listen to our Diana episode. Um, I don't know what number it is, but I think it's a good episode. Yeah. Because it was one of the ones where we just argued in, a, in the best possible way. <laughs> ah, lovely. Anyway, them two twins have got mental issues, and yeah. I don't even see what that's in the newspaper. Attention seeking fox. Alright, move on. Oh, wow, is it, who wants to take this one? Go on. Scientists discovered a moth with golden hair and a small penis, so they named it after Trump. <laughs> uh, well, funny, that's also a little childish, isn't uh, it? <laughs> <laughs> Evolutionary biologist Varik Nazari had discovered a new species of moth and is named after President Donald Trump. The bug's distinguishing features include a mop of bright yellow scales on top of its head and an unusually small penis. Its head is orange-yellow and the body is white. <laughs> Best of all, Neopalper Donald Trumpi <laughs> can only be found on the coastal border area of the United States and Mexico. <laughs> oh, he's going to build a wall of moths. Oh, man. Uh, that's it. It does look remarkably like Donald Trump, though. It's got a blonde look in its head. <laughs> I urge you to Google it, um, listener. It, it really has got a blonde mop on the top of its little mothy head. Yeah. No. Oh. It's brilliant, isn't it? I am the best moth. <laughs> I I can fly in the lights and it doesn't hurt me. <laughs> I always fly in the lights every day. <laughs> oh, Donny, baby. There's no more sad story, really. It's just that. Yeah. Oh, man. Well... He's going to have to decide if he builds the... Oh, wouldn't it be ace if they were like an endangered species and it fucked with the building of the wall? He'd do it anyway. Yeah, of course he would. He'd stamp on his own moth, wouldn't he? <laughs> what if he recruits all the moths to form a living wall of moths? <laughs> Don't put ideas in his head. <laughs> <laughs> no oh one wants God. to walk through a wall of moths. No, no there's enough moths for that, is there? <laughs> well, maybe part of <coughs> Excuse me. We're losing insects by the fucking bucket load. Ah, well, they're all gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <coughs> oh, uh, what's next? Well, a venomous hot chilli sauce which mimics spider bites will give you muscle spasms. Why would you want to take it? Uh, to make a YouTube video. Ah. Uh, Probably. Scientific Steve's venom chilli sauce is for the more masochistic spice lover. 
a masochistic spice lover. <laughs> Do you find a Naga vapor barely even tickles your taste buds? Does a Carolina Reaper basically leave you cold? As for jalapenos, do you in fact eat those to cool down? If you're the sort of person with a ridiculously high spice tolerance and there's a new chilli sauce, this offers a different sort of challenge. Introducing Scientific Steve's Venom Chilli Sauce. This new hot sauce has been developed so it mimics the bite of a venomous spider. <laughs> Thumbs up from uh, Scientific Steve. Is that his ponytail <laughs> gently caressed over I've his shoulder? I've got issues with this knobhead based on this picture. As a long-haired gentleman myself, my hair isn't that long, but you can't really tell he's got long hair from the front because he's, you know, his hair's receding a bit. and So he's got the ponytail draped over his fucking shoulder. <laughs> look, I have hair. It. It's a look. <laughs> I don't like him. Specifically, those are the Trinidad Chevron Tarantula's fangs, which leave victims with muscle spasms and burning pain. <laughs> because what meal's complete without a dose of that? All of them. <laughs> I like my chilli stuff, but... Mm. That's going too far, man. You don't have, you don't have muscle spasms yeah. in the next couple of hours. Doing the funky chicken. Well, screaming in agony as you feel like yeah. your blood's burning. Oh, no. Kill me! <laughs> I'm in so much fucking pain! Kill me! <laughs> what if you OD on it? It's <laughs> red Me kebab, it's trying to kill me. <laughs> oh, it's a hot one, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fuck him, I'm not... I'm, uh, <coughs> there's a synthetic who, poison in it, for fuck's sake! Anyone who tries this as well is, is also fuck you. Actually, if anyone who listens does try it, I want to know what it's like. I don't like spicy food, I'll never try it myself. Well, but I just want to know how bad the muscle spasms are. It's going to be like a spider bite. And what's this about venom? It's a synthetic poison. Synthetic poison? It's so the it best they poison. can do with actually tasting the venom, apparently. <laughs> It's a similar heat component that the venom would cause. I laughed it off at the time and said it was hilarious to do. Nobody has been foolish enough to try the venom. So what a fuck, what a pointless exercise. What a waste of time and money. Of course no one's fucking tried it. If he's got the time to knock up a synthetic venom to put in a chilli sauce... It's not been tested. Why, why isn't he, like, trying to cure something or... Advance the human. No, no. Isn't he a chef? Just do he's a fucking thing. He's got scientific speed. <laughs> so scientific Steve, his name isn't he? I expect him to. Have, he's in a white coat. I expect him to know some science. Can't oh have scientific Steve and fucking just to be a chef, can you? What was that fucking fast show sketch or something where the two scientists would be like, "We took a cardboard tube and attached three spiders to the end, and they would just do a pointless, <laughs> pointless, pointless experiment." That's that's him. Yeah. Well, yeah. right. So you're £6.50. Wow. Mate, it could be... You could give me £6.50 and letting his wife could suck me off. I'm still not going to try his fucking spider venom sauce. <laughs> How about you all just send me £6.50? <laughs> yeah. Or £2.50 to me to join my cult. Don't join his cult. And I'll send you a copy of the manifesto. Join us at the Church of Insignificance. Don't join his cult. That's the end of the infomercial. Back to the programming at hand. <laughs> Yeah, don't join that. Anyway, <laughs> next one. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, Gash, you can do this one. Okay. Gender fluid sex worker shocks Twitter with airplane toilet licking selfie video. 
Wow. Wow. It's weird because Mike just scrolled down and I saw an image of a pub on fire in France and I thought, fuck me, this Twitter video really did go wrong, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. A sex worker has shot social media users after uploading a sickening toilet licking selfie video. The g oh, do you know what? I've seen this. I know exactly what this is. The gender fluid passenger, who identifies as neither man or woman, posted the footage on Twitter under the handle Grimiest, Grimiest, on March the 18th. Grimiest can be seen bending over the airplane toilet and licking the seat. The 12 second video has gathered over 6.25 million views and 9,500 comments. Well, I hope, uh... How do you she doesn't identify as hang on, I can't even she's say she gender fluid. She's she's gender they. they they Yeah. I hope they get herpes. It would be quite funny <laughs> if yeah. they did get herpes. But I've just gotta say you know, I guess I'm bi now, by proxy, because she's neither man nor woman. She, they is fairly attractive. Yeah. Yeah, I did see this video and kept scrolling so I had no idea what the com context was. I'm glad now it makes sense. We'll continue with the article. It was captioned, I've licked... <laughs> Quote, I've licked a lot of toilets in my day, but this was the first that made my tongue go numb. Well, hopefully that's all, for your sake, that's all the cleaning chemicals, I hope. But it's probably not. It's probably the skank from a thousand fucking dirty arses. Well, thousands of web users reacted in shock and disgust. Yeah, but I bet there were several hundred that were wanking themselves silly over that. There were. I bet you, yeah. Uh, one person commented, Imagine going on a trip with someone, then as you get off the plane you see this on their story. One user wondered, What do you gain from this? As another jokingly replied, Hepatitis C, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, another asked, Do we reckon that's grimiest or grimiest? Grimiest, isn't it? I think grimiest. Yeah. If the seat was cleansed beforehand. Oh, there's a picture of her really licking. I mean, oh. she's not, if you've not seen it. Not so attractive now, she goes. They, sorry. It's not as if they are um, just tickling it with the very tip of their tongue. This is full on, I mean. And they're pretty close to the rim. Yeah, you wouldn't lick anything like this. I mean, it's full tongue to seat contact. The whole length of her tongue is on the fucking toilet seat. Yeah. If that wasn't a toilet seat that they were licking, that would be a. A fairly hot picture. Um, <laughs> um, am I passing this on? Yeah. Grimmiest answered, yes and yes, but shh, don't tell it ruins the movie magic. So she's saying it had been cleaned. Okay, but still, how clean can it ever mm. really be? Yeah. Oh, she's a sex worker. The sex worker. Oh, did we already say that in the. I think so. I think Headline, that, I think, might, might have done. I don't know. So now it's starting to make sense because she'll have clients that would have probably. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? She'd make money out of this somehow. If she's full of... But you know them several hundred that um, were wanking off to it? Yeah. They probably paid her to do it. Probably. <laughs> the sex worker posted on Twitter later claiming to be in Barcelona. A further Twitter post read, Can't believe Twitter made me famous for licking a toilet. What did you expect when you uploaded it? <sighs> oh, man. Well, everyone's got their... Thing. Nobody got hurt apart from herself, possibly. Uh, if themselves. it was fully clean. Jesus, this is a fucking. It's a minefield trying to deal with all this them, they. they like, yeah. and I know I sound like an old fucking. I'm 36, I'm not 73, yeah. I shouldn't feel out of touch and. 
Look, she identifies as, but I'd say she's biologically female, is that right to say? Or born a woman? If we're talking sensibly, of course it's a fucking woman! But she doesn't identify as one or a man, so she's gender fluid, Ben, and we have to get tongue-tied over she, the, they. It's a they. Or an right, it. Okay. I'll call you it. Do you like that? She's an it. It's an it. Okay. It licked the fucking toilet seat and got six billion fucking things. Yeah, you're internet famous now. You probably your sex work career's probably gonna take off. Take off quite significantly. You'll probably find a new line of work where men pay you to do these kind of things. Like there'll be another ex- licking and next you'll have her head in a fucking urinal or something. <laughs> She's probably been a urinal already. To be yeah. fair. Good luck to them. But these people, every story, they're all suffering from the same disease, tension seeking. Yeah. <sighs> Next. <laughs> Sorry about the little rant I just had there <laughs> about gender fluidity, but it is a minefield for Fucking us old farts. Fucking is. Right, um, so apparently Mexicans are stealing border war materials and then using them for home security. <laughs> I love this story. I mean, that's amazing. Good on you. Build that wall. Is <laughs> that dick in it? Yeah, man. <laughs> it just got ten feet lower. <laughs> I didn't know Captain Burrito was there. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Burrito stroke my generic, very offensive South American voice that also applies when I do an impression of a Brazilian. Fair enough. Hey. Who am I to argue? I never said I was the most gifted actor in the world. Whatever adjectives you might use to describe a border wall, big or perhaps even beautiful, readily stolen is not likely one of them. (laughs) Unnamed Mexican officials told San Diego's KUSI-TV that 15 to 20 people have been arrested for stealing concertina wire from the US-Mexico border and selling it to security-minded homeowners in Tijuana. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Poetic justice in it. I love it. We have detected the barbed wire that was installed in the border area is no longer there. Marco Antonio Sotomayor Amaxgrizia, or something like that, sorry Marco, is the Secretary of Public Safety in Tijuana, confirmed to the, uh, the San Diego Union Tribune. We know about the stealing of the concertina wire from United States authorities who have asked us for help through the liaison staff. So they want it back. That's the worst of it. Good fucking luck, yeah. is all I'm going to say. You'll never get that back. And it was probably an American guy because he said that he was like, the suspect is identified as having blue eyes, blonde hair, and didn't speak Spanish well. I'm going to guess he's not Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's probably the bloke who set it up. He's making a few quid on the side. He's like, I can just order some more. Uh, Fuck it, it's the government. And he's, and he's flogging it on. Could be. We could be like civil rights protesters and things. It's a slight tangent, but it's very quick and it's kind of related. Something literally fell off the back of my van. Like, actually, I drove off with the back doors open like a fool. Yeah. And uh, a five-litre can fell off, and it didn't break open, but it dented so much that I knew I couldn't give it to the customer. So, yeah, I gave it away to somebody for free, and I was like, yeah, it fell off the back of a van. And they were like, ooh, you're not going to get in trouble for that, are you? Hmm. Like, no, it literally did, so maybe these things... You know the saying, it fell, yeah. off, fell yeah. off the back of a lorry, i.e. it was stolen. Who did um, he give it to? The person not, that was buying it? I'm not going to tell you that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a joke. I gave it to my... Uh, well, it's not my father-in-law, is he? But he's oh, my, my girlfriend's father. 
Um, I thought you meant a random stranger, sorry. Oh, no, 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 I gave it to you. Sorry, there was Hercule with random strangers, cans of tinted paint. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was hard. <laughs> to be honest, it's about 30 quid's worth of wood preserver in this can, but yeah, it, it literally, things do go, things fall off lorries. I just, you know. Are you going to get punished for that? Are they going to get you money, or...? No, because the customer never realised it was missing and never asked for a replacement. So I've been sitting there months and I was like, oh, you might as well use it. Win-win? So, so my, yeah, my, my point is just that, you know, think, just hang around behind lorries. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You'll either find a hooker or something that fell off. Um, a or dead a, hooker. Or an immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> an illegal immigrant. Don't hang around down Calais. Well, after Brexit, you might, it might be British people <laughs> yeah. trying, to get, trying to get back to the Algarve. <laughs> <laughs> or trying to get back in because the border war's going to yeah, sorry exactly. mate you're Spanish now you lived over there five years I've right? got a family home over there that's uh, uh, still 40 pesos apparently two dollars for some concertina wire can't argue with that it's a bargain this is a wonderful story yep excellent yep men baffled by a 12 pound penis cleaner <clears throat> but some say it makes your manhood look magical Wow. Oh, God, that first sentence. Yeah. One man recently admitted on national television that he hadn't washed his penis in decades. <laughs> Jesus. Why would you admit that? Why would you do it for starters and then admit it? Yeah. Um, so for those that fall into that category, there's now a simple £12 solution for you that's recently hit supermarket shelves and is also being flogged on Amazon. It's called Bonus Penis Cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> Some men claim the stuff has left their privates looking magical and smelling like rainbows. Uh, I think you'll find they're being sarcastic. How do you smell rainbows? It's light. Good point, Mike. <laughs> These fucking fantasists. Ooh, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say no. Sorry, I haven't got any with me this week. Split politics, listener. Sorry. No. Oh, this guy's from Shropshire. Oh, no. I don't know, he's not. Sorry, he's, um, he's this guy from Shropshire, our home county, uh, Spammed it in a shop and uh, took a picture and put it on Twitter. Well done. <laughs> I like his quote. Oh my God, what is wrong with just a bit of soap and water? <laughs> <laughs> I like that bit. Hang on, go slightly back up, Mike. It says, he joked about adding a, quote, squirt of lemon juice if you wanted to smell fresh. No, he doesn't actually recommend men try this at home. The fact that he's wrote that to say that is, um... Then you rub it in bath salt. Whack it with a meat hammer. For a pleasant night in. Crush the dirt in its own it. Crush the dirt out of it with this meat hammer. Let's try and sell that. Let's try and sell a penis cleaner Miss will smash the sin out. Let's <laughs> see if anyone buys it. Just have interest. Oh, <laughs> this, that guy who never washed it for decades, he needed a fucking smeg hammer, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. We'll oh, call it the smeg hammer. Yeah. <laughs> bonus smeg hammer. We're going to bonus smeg hammer. We're going to do the smeg hammer. <laughs> And if you don't use it for a couple of days, it's got a built-in thing that says, Oi, Smeghead, it's time to clean your car. <laughs> uh, oh, no. 
But he has washed it though, he's been in the shower, he can't avoid getting it wet. I think he literally means Maybe he, he has a, a little cleaned billet. <laughs> Let's go like, in the shower and just be his cocoon on just <laughs> <laughs> If he has a bath he's gonna by default get water on it. I mean. Well I think the thing is he's washed like the outside of his penis would have got wet, but I think yeah. it's he hasn't cleaned under the foreskin <laughs> for two decades. Wow. That's why a chisel and a smeg hammer may be required. Yeah. Ah! <coughs> <coughs> ah! Don't gross myself out very often, but I just fucking did. <coughs> oh, my stomach turned. Well, one reviewer said, after testing the three most used methods of <coughs> penis cleaning, I have found out that soap and water, green tea shampoo and Boda's penis cleaner that this product would have had five stars if it was a sale in B&M or the local pound shop. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Apparently it's for uh, intended for use before and after, quote, sexy games. Sexy games, <laughs> yeah. Well, you can use it as an intimate soap in the shower, following exercise, or whenever they feel like penis, <laughs> your genitals need a refreshing boost. <laughs> sexy games. If sexy my, games. If my missus, if I was playing games... <laughs> And my missus was trying to get sexy. I would tell her to calm down and go and wait. <laughs> Be sensible and allow me to finish this level. <laughs> Besides, I haven't used my boner cream. I've <laughs> <laughs> a boner cream, I'm sorry. Not tonight. You could just use soap and water. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you use that anymore? That's for losers. I didn't read that study that says uh, soap and water shrinks my penis. Fetch me the lemon juice and the meat hammer. <laughs> I'll have been cock smelling my rainbows by the end of the night. Rainbows and blood. <laughs> that should be the name of like a dark, like After underground, like gay night, at, like a, 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 an S and M club. <laughs> rainbows and blood. <laughs> Leprechaun genocide. <laughs> oh man! Come, mouchy black. No, 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 Don't. But listen, that's the Alan Partridge, isn't it? Yes. For yeah. some context. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think we've. We've got to the bottom of that story. So, I think so. Next one is NASA astronauts are under attack in space by herpes. Space herpes. Space herpes. Wow. Astronauts aboard the International Space Station and other missions have been plagued by a resurgence in the often dormant virus because of the stress of space travel, according to a study by NASA researchers published in this month's issue of the Journal Frontiers in Microbiology. Riveting read. Yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> Roughly 53% of astronauts on short-term space shuttle flights show signs of herpes, according to the study's lead researcher, Satish Mehta. Exposure to microgravity and cosmic radiation, along with the force of takeoff, wreaks havoc on space travelers' immune systems. During spaceflight, there is a rise in the secretion of stress hormones, like cortisol and adrenaline, which are known as to suppress the immune system. In keeping with this, we find that astronauts' immune cells, particularly those that normally suppress and eliminate viruses, become less effective during spaceflight and sometimes up to 60 days after. Mm. Mm. But space is fake, so... Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Fake space. <laughs> <laughs> I know it can't because 
Space Force. Oh, Unless yeah. Space Force is a false flag for Donnie to siphon funds off, oh, and there never yeah. is a Space Force, because oh. no one's ever going to see it. No, it's exactly. in space. They'll yeah. just tell us it's there. Yeah, they're going to CGI some ships yeah. taking off. If it's holographic, they fake alien the invasion. Maybe the fake alien invasion. Yeah. Well, maybe that's. Hologram, project it, and then obviously keep it going for oh. years and years and years. We need more ships, we need more ships. Yeah, yeah. Siphoning more funds off. And, and Donnie's and, just pocketing the cash. Yeah, that's his Opening casinos. People, <laughs> and people you don't like, conscript them. Yeah. And just and shoot gas them, yeah. Well, space herpes. Well, what they've got to try not to do is those. Space herpes just led us down a very dark future. Uh, they, my advice to the astronauts is try and avoid sucking each other off while you're up there and it won't spread, will it? Mm. Don't go into space with herpes. Yeah. That won't help at all. Well, it says in the article it's dormant, so does that uh, mean we all have it? Oh, and it just gets activated. It gets activated under stress and... Um... Oh. Fuck me. Well, that'd be a good excuse. Darling. I've got, I've got space herpes. The herpes was brought on by stress. <laughs> it was not a cheap prostitute. <laughs> it's stress herpes. <laughs> It's not going to fly. <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah, it says often dormant virus. So it's only signs of it though. It's not full on blown, full blown herpes. It's just signs of it. So it's okay. not. But it's still it's a bit concerning. My immune system's fucked for sixty days after I come back from space. It's not like a load of astronauts with like monkey cocks. No. <laughs> from I don't even know if it does make you cut monkey. I've just never heard. I've never had it. I don't know. That, that's yep. Nothing. A few antibiotics wouldn't clear. Did I say antibiotics right? No. No, I didn't. You did that. It didn't felt right when I said it. No. <laughs> it didn't felt right. <laughs> Fucking hell. How many of them have you had? This is only the second one, and it's it's piss lager. It's like two point five percent. Fucking hell! If this is your first show, listener, I'm, I'm, I can speak. <laughs> that's why. I, that's Sometimes. Why, that's why I did a podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, well. Who wants the next one? Well, Mike, your turn. All right. Chickens team up to peck fox to death. <laughs> wow, oh, man! Oh. A fox has died in extraordinary circumstances after losing the ultimate game of chicken during a nighttime raid in a hen house. Students at Gross Shen Secondary School in Brittany were shocked to discover the dead body of the fox riddled with pet marks made their morning rounds last week. The school maintains their brood of free-range chickens ganged up on the animal, attacking it in large numbers and overcoming it. Wow. wow. That's great teamwork. Clever girls. <laughs> Would you feel comfortable feeding those chickens again on your what own? What I fuck this <laughs> so, like, they've, got, they've got the taste of blood now. I've been, <laughs> I've been attacked by a chicken. Right, it, kick it. it was actually quite terrible. Mate, it was like a little fancy breed. It wasn't like your bog standard chicken. It was like a black fancy thing. Jet black with like oh, I've seen them feathers before. on its head. It was anyway, a cock then. It was a cock. Yeah, but this little fucker... Behaving like one. We really? called him like... Like, we called him the ninja chicken. It was my friend's pet because he would launch himself up. He would get to you around your sort of shoulder height and try and get you with his feet. Like, it was fucking terrifying. <laughs> there was trouble with I would like to think, yeah, yeah, I would just punch him to death. But no, I didn't. I was just like, fuck off! <laughs> did he just do it to you or did he do everyone? Men. He went after men that went near the hens. Yeah. Yeah. Protecting his hose. But it was funny because he, <laughs> he was half the size of all his hose as well because they were like normal chickens and he was this little fancy little prick. Uh, he, he got killed by a fox anyway, so... It, oh, right. My friend's a terrible chicken keeper. 
never learned his lesson. He'd get like a, you know, a good 12, 15 chickens, maybe 20 chickens, built them a beautiful pen in the back garden, no roof on it. <laughs> and then one morning you'd just come down and his beloved pets would just all be in, they'd just be, the carcasses would be gone. It'd be like a ring of feathers, <laughs> just Fuck. gone. They would get massacred overnight by, there must have been more than one fox. No, they got, the foxes really, are gang up, aren't they? Um, it's like a fucking McDonald's for them, that well, is. One isn't, it, I think it just takes one, because he kills yeah. every, every chicken so that um, they don't raise the alarm. Uh, well, it happened twice to him, and then he gave up on chickens. Yeah. So, yeah. That was my Have chicken story. Have you ever heard story? of uh, Mike the Headless Chicken? <laughs> Who's he? <laughs> he's a chicken without a head. And he's, and he's, yeah, he lived. Yeah, the farmer chopped his head off, uh-huh. and he was still wandering around, he was alive. So he left him for a few days, he was still alive. Yeah. And he used what to did he do? Like, cauterise the wound? Or didn't they bleed out? Like, Isn't like he missed the spinal column or something? Yeah. Because mm. it had like a. You can see the top of the spine. Like, yeah. Like, the he has to feed it with food drops oh into its neck. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sensation. It's, it's like. Mm. It's got its own website and everything, and it's a legend. Oh, like the headless chicken. Oh, and isn't it? Don't they run around after? Isn't something the brain's lowered down or something like that? I could be completely wrong. There's some sort of biological reason why you cut the head off and they. Uh, Yeah, but if you cut someone's head off, their eyes and mouth will move for a few seconds after. It's a similar thing, isn't it? I've thought about that before, man. Imagine the feel, like. If you get your head cut off, your brain's not just going to go like that. Is it going to go off like a lampshade, do you think? Or do you think there's a few seconds of comprehension? I think there's going to be like a, the brain going, what the fuck's just happened? And all the and I've lost all sensations of the rest of the body. Mm-hmm. But you, surely, you, as long as there's that couple of pumps of blood going round, yeah. it's going to work, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I reckon for about 15 seconds, maybe. I don't know if that long. I think, maybe, I think maybe two or three tops. I think, I think you'd probably live long enough for to see the crowd as they held your head up. So maybe, maybe 10 seconds. Please don't ever cut my head off. <laughs> Shoot me, please. And not in the leg or something, so I bleed out. Like I want it to be quick. If if you know, you're ever in a position where you need to kill me. Fair enough. Like if you get bin bin by a zombie, something like that. If you're a zombie, your head's coming off. Well, yeah, no, 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 no. Shoot me through the brain. And no, no, I know what you can do because I learned about this on a documentary I was listening to. How they got the brains out of bodies when they mummified them. Yeah. They didn't cut the top up. They stuck something up the nose, yeah. broke through, basically. Yeah. What word am I? Whisk it. Whisk it. Into a liquid and yeah, drain and then it. Drain it out. So do that to the zombie, and there's no chance of coming. You haven't got to remove the head then. Yeah, but it takes a bit of time, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, show yeah. me some respect, Mike. We're friends. <laughs> Tie my zombie. Why is my You bite me arm, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> Where? Gauntlets, I don't know. <laughs> Just show me some respect. Tie me down and whisk my brain. <laughs> can't I just shoot you in the head? Put a no. screwdriver in your head. Yeah, screwdriver the nose. That's not going to work. You can stick things in the zombie brain. They're still going to keep coming, aren't they? You've got to disconnect the... No, you can shoot them in the head. That's fine. Is that If it really explodes. You're just going to destroy the brain, I suppose. Yeah, because yeah. there's certain parts of the brain that are still active in a zombie. Yeah. Frontal okay. lobes. That's the frontal lobes. Yeah. Well... It's interesting in the because I've been reading quite a bit of Judge Dredd recently. I'm on a Judge Dredd kick, and there's a storyline where after a zombie outbreak, uh, a global zombie outbreak, cool, it's called Judgment Day. Judge Dredd has to make a decision, and basically he makes the decision and he nukes half the world. Like wow, he nukes. How come he got that job to decide well, that? He's the top judge, and you know. 
He pressed. It was physically him who pressed the button. He would do that. Yeah. He wouldn't Cold hesitate. logic and his, you know, and there is a justification to it. Is that they, those people would be zombified events. Half the city's already zombies. We've got to fucking nip this in the bud so the rest that are left who are not zombies can inhabit the world. And yeah, he nukes the fucking world, man. Judge well, Dredd is literally responsible in canon, in storyline, for the deaths of, of hundreds of millions of people. Oh. But I still fucking love him. <laughs> he's the ultimate anti-hero. I love him because you shouldn't like him. He's a fascist. Yeah. But he's fucking cool. He is cool. Ix. <laughs> yeah. Love me some Judge Dredd, man. Anyway, I digest. Digest. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. You are digesting as you speak. Yeah. Oh man. So a gang of chickens fucked up a fox. Yep. Yeah, man. Apparently they've been there since July, so for more than seven months, and have probably learned to defend themselves. There's some chicken karate kid. So chicken That's Mr. Awesome. Miyagi. Teaching the others. Teaching the, yeah. teaching the chicken to fucking <laughs> to gang up together. <laughs> it was a baby fox, so... Six or seven months old. I mean, five or six months. Uh, it's took on an even darker turn now, this story. It was a, a fucking baby toddler I'm not fox. messing with them. There's no way on earth you'd get me feeding them chickens uh, no. on my own. They've got the taste. Another interesting fact I learned about chickens from my friend owning them. It was summertime, barbecue, and we're eating chicken. And I'm like, I wonder if a chicken would eat chicken. And he's like, they'll fucking eat anything. And I was like, nah, they won't eat chicken. So I threw the leg in. Oh, they eat chicken. Wow. They went mental mm. for it. Cooked chicken. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they will eat anything. But I have seen one eating a cigarette butt as well before, so... Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, chickens will eat chicken. You can hypnotise chickens. You can, can't you? Yeah. It's very chicken-related to... You draw a line, don't you? You make it put its beak on the floor or something, you draw a line. Yeah, and then something. it gets sort of focused in, like, doesn't mm. it? And it can't... But do you know the same you thing? any animal. Well, you different can, ways to do it, different techniques. Now you do it to a great white shark. Oh, go on. Seriously, and I've seen photos, like no way. somebody's family photos of this that they did on a fucking, they were a marine biologist or something. Uh, and I was like, huh? Who takes their family on a shark hunt? No, I mean, they were photos in somebody's fa- like Oh, right, gotcha. Somebody's, <laughs> I didn't see it on the internet. Go on, kids, go and find sharks. No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, lads. <laughs> oh, it's always a great one. <laughs> a shark at the time on a holiday. I'm only joking. No, my point is, it was when we were kids and it was before the internet. <coughs> and then I always remember it as being her. Huh? And then later on, as an adult, being able to confirm it. But essentially, when they stick the fucking head up like that, you can grab hold of its um, pointy bit, its snout, yeah, and hold on to it, and it fucks up their um, sonar, whatever is in there, complicated stuff. And it just sort of sits there idle, like with its head up out of the water, just... <laughs> but can you let go of the shark after that? You've got to be a brave bastard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And can I let go? Yeah, I'm about to swim away. No, no, you're on a fucking boat. Oh, right. You're on a boat. They don't throw you in the sea with a shark, so it hypnotise that then, one. Yeah, you don't... Oh, my <laughs> sharky, sharky. <laughs> Come on, let me get your nose. I am floating over scuba gear. Look, kids, it's not, it's not your nose. It's not your nose. Really it's <laughs> no. got me legs. It's got me legs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it's like swimming. No. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> no. It, you're on a boat. It pops, it pops its head up. And you grab its pointy it, bit. That's more trash. I'm on a boat and it shouldn't be attacking me on a boat in the no, water. You, I can fucking, you entice it with meat and stuff, don't you? 
Sounds <laughs> a bit fucking Jawsy to me. Fucking things with a lot of comes and eats half the boat. You know what these fucking sea people are like. <laughs> I don't want a shark coming trying to bite the boat, do I? I'm just letting you know. If well, don't I'm... go on the excursion then. <laughs> just letting you know you can. If the situation ever arises, if you're in danger, just grab its pointy bit. Right, great. Well, I remember that. Yeah, I don't think it. I, it might not work if they're underwater. Well, that's not comfort then. Uh, for that, you'd probably. Do machine guns fire underwater? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you'd probably be better for one of them. Actually, I don't know. It might do. You'd have to be pretty close to it for it to work. Yeah. You? you need a harpoon gun to be better, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Some you Would you be good if you gun? shot it, though, with the harpoon? Perfect shot, <laughs> straight for the brain, but it's still got its fucking jaw on you. Yeah. You're like, fuck! <laughs> Ooh, it's my worst nightmare. And the worst bit about a shark, Kevin Smith always says, I saw it on one of his stand-up things, the worst bit about a shark taking your leg and you surviving is that that leg that it ate... It's going to shit it out. Yeah. It's going to process your body part and just shit it out. As if it meant nothing. Yeah. It's your fucking leg, yeah. man. <laughs> um, I think most sharks spit it out. Do what? they? Yeah, fucking bastards. What a waste. Most bites on humans are just to feel what it is. Because uh, they can see it moving, they know what it is, so they take a bite out of it. And right. If it's not what their usual prey is, they usually spit it out, I think. That just oh, seems cruel. Yeah. <laughs> just, most of the time, it's just them investigating. They're not actually there to, you know, taste a human and have him. It's just yeah. sort of, well, what's that? Oh, so they're just naturally curious. Well, yeah, you see something moving, it, it, you know, looks a bit like food. I'll try it. Can, mm. we, can we have an impromptu news story then to uh, back up my, my spurious um, hypnotising shark claims? Uh, this is from the mirror. Tickling jaws. Okay. Amazing pictures of the man who hypnotises great white sharks by rubbing their noses. <laughs> How many fingers has he got? I'm not sure. <laughs> Daredevil fisherman attracts the creatures using bait and puts them in a dreamlike trance. There's no snap, but plenty of tickle as a daring shark whisperer puts a 16-foot great white in the trance. Uh, Andre Hartman. Yeah, we've established that. So he, he attracts them over and then their noses are loaded with nerve endings and rubbing them is said to overload their sensory system. The ex-fisherman was pictured casting his spell... Ex-fisherman, he's not dead, is he? <laughs> <laughs> casting his spell off Cape Province, South Africa by US photographer Doug Perrin. He said the shark seemed to enter a pleasant but confused state where it was dreamily seeking the source of the stimulus. So there was no trigger for it to attack anything. And uh, if you'd like to see the picture, Whoa. I'll just show the boys. He, oh, yeah. He really is. His mouth's like gaped wide open. Uh, he really is leaning over and rubbing. Uh, wow. That is mad. But I first saw this on somebody's photos they had in their house. So I don't, maybe they weren't great whites. Maybe somebody was doing it to a much smaller shark. But anyway, yeah. I don't know, that one's a 16-footer. Yeah, yeah, that one in this story is a beast. So, yeah, I'm not completely stoned or dreaming. It is possible. I don't recommend it, though. No, <laughs> no. Because to get to the nose, you're sort of going to lean over quite a few of those bitey teeth, yeah. haven't you? And out of your boat a bit. <laughs> yeah. Where if the sharks learn to work together, you know, as you're leaning yeah. out, one just, <laughs> <laughs> just jumps up like a fucking dolphin through a hoop and as you, that's it. Oh, but stay in the boat, don't go in the water with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't 
don't ever go on a shark dive with Ben. Where's the cage, Ben? Cage? <laughs> Look into my eyes, not around the eyes, in the eyes. It doesn't speak English, Ben! Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. What, what concerns me is, is that bloke building an army of sharks? Oh, yeah. He's like Aquaman. <laughs> Summon the sharks. Oh, dear. Don't try this at home. Peter's already got the octopuses, hasn't he? That's it. <laughs> They're fucking aliens as well, aren't they? Some think. They don't fit into any of the... Uh, no, no, they don't. ...categories. Well, I think that's spurious research, personally. But... Well... Sorry, science. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you what, what the science community is talking about. <laughs> Are you in direct contact with them? Uh, I'm in that we, scene. Didn't we read an article that was like basically saying not aliens in the? Some believe that they're literal aliens, like not from terra firma, but something that they're aliens just in the in the. In the way that they are, yeah, I know what so saying, completely yeah. different to any other animal, and they there's can, so many similarities as well. They can do things though that they're fucking weird. They're weird. I give you that. Squeezing like whether through, they're aliens, I don't know. You know, squeezing yeah. through tiny gaps and like, yeah, I don't like an octopus, me. And I've eaten your babies. <laughs> 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 Not yours, Ben. <laughs> but only when those uh, octopuses get together, though, and <laughs> figure out rudimentary breathing apparatus. If it's true, and they are extraterrestrial, then I'll eat. I've got like, baby alien DNA in me. That's why I'm so awesome, I guess. <laughs> well, that's not a word I choose. But <laughs> <laughs> Could choose it. I don't think what? you absorb the DNA of the. Yes, I know food doesn't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> remember that woman that I'm had not made of cheese. Squid eggs in her mouth. Remember that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was weird. Right next. So anyway, don't mess with them chickens. I believe Robbie Williams admits he's afraid of being taken over by hitchhiking aliens after a visit to a UFO plagued ranch. Mm. I'm gonna make a shocking claim. I don't mind some of Mr. Williams' music. That is shocking. Only some of it, though. A couple of very select songs. Robbie Williams admitted he fears being taken over by hitchhiking aliens during a visit to a ranch plagued by paranormal and UFO-related events. The X Factor judge... Is he on the X Factor? I haven't fucking watched it before. I've never watched it before. Um, even the, the early weeks where the lunatics turned up lost its <laughs> sheen after the first few times. So he spoke of his fears on a new documentary about Skinwalker Ranch, a property in Utah dubbed the Paranormal Disneyland. Yeah, I have heard about this. Well, yes. as soon as it's full of fucking fictional characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Robbie admitted he is scared of aliens on Paranormal Documentary, Hunt for the Skinwalker. <laughs> Robbie, 45, is some sat around a campfire with filmmaker Jeremy Corbell and Las Vegas TV journalist George Knapp, who is regarded as the world's leading authority on Area 51, a US Air Force base in Nevada, rumoured to be testing flying alien technology. George Knapp is the guy that championed Bob Lazar. Yeah, we'll get into that in the Euro Area 51, which is coming up soon. Well, yeah, definitely. He tells <coughs> Jeremy, if it was just scary, I could deal with it. But if I have a hitchhiker that comes on and takes me over, I couldn't deal with that. I'm so scared of that. But we do have a saying in England, it's in for a penny and in for a pound. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm here, so I might as well. And I survived the last one. I don't know if I can afford any more hitchhikers, so I'll say it out loud to the hitchhikers in the galaxy, don't come home with me. So I'm presuming that Robbie Williams thinks he's on an alien takeover his body at some point. Well, remember when he had a sort of lull in his career and he just basically fucked off for a couple of years? Got fat. Grew a giant beard and he would literally sit out in the desert in Nevada alien spotting with those types of people. Yeah. Those people having no idea that he's uber famous in Europe and particularly Britain, I suppose. But yeah, he's a he's a believer, old Robbie. He, he has is, been yeah. for a long time. Which, you know, good, fair enough. Not in anyone, is he? But, uh, I don't know. I admire him taking that time out to go and do what he loves, though. That's nice. And just yeah. being, a, being a normal dude. Yeah, it'd be nice as that, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, to to if we all the money and the time. That looks yeah. 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 It's so, I'm going to spend two years alien hunting in Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, well, dreams. Uh, well, and if he does make contact, luxury communist world that we're going to build, <laughs> we can have that. And on the plus side, if Robbie ever does make contact, he'll probably write a really catchy pop song to tell us all about it. Hey. You put the probe right in my ass <laughs> And I knew there was no going back There you go Robbie's next number one Love probe <laughs> Right in the love probe <laughs> uh, Good on him Yeah, why not? Uh, this is from the Alien Star, which is apparently the best place to read about aliens and UFOs. <laughs> I love it. Former employee of Area 51. The battle between aliens and humans from 1978 was real. Hey, oh. What was this? Apparently so. <laughs> the frightening... talking about the film, the alien. <laughs> no. <laughs> the frightening statement comes not long after from Thomas Castello, who previously worked... Oh, God, that's written. Worker for Area 51. Should be worked. Mm. Oh, man. What's not a good it? start for the alien star, <laughs> it's isn't not, it? Is it? Start, start looking good. So. No. That's not much difference to the independent, the mirror. <laughs> that's true. Really. We've true. read typos on every major fucking news site, to be fair. So, as he claims, in 1978, there was a terrible battle between the human aliens and the humans, but luckily this terrible event was limited to only the area where humans practice experiments on alien beings. So were the aliens a bit pissed off that the humans are experimenting on them? Mm. Could be... We found in the recent disclosures from declassified documents that the methods practiced down there in the underground base were astral journeys and mind control. But most shocking part of this narrative is the claim that some researchers working in the underground base were not human, they were aliens. Sam's place. Yeah. They, they took... Oh, God, this is, this is bad. <laughs> Uh, many experiments took place. I'll just read it as uh, yeah. I was making it up. As, just correct it. I'll just correct it. <laughs> uh, many of the experiments took place with humans and between volunteers, there were also people abducted by aliens. Yeah. The alien researchers wanted to perfect the development of human alien hybrids and cloning of aliens and humans. Mm. The former employee, Castello, said that he knew that those people were abductees and recognised their faces because he'd seen several posters across the city about them being missing. The conflict between aliens and humans appeared when aliens, oh aliens wanted to continue indefinitely their genetic experiments on humans. Bastards, eh? Wow. The aliens wanted to constantly kidnap many people for these experiments. 
Not long after Costello made this disclosure, he dis... Oh, God. I want you to read it as it's written. Okay. Then. <laughs> not long after Costello made this disclosure, he disappeared, and if he's still alive or not, no one knows. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to guess that this was written in a different language first. Yeah, me and too, and someone trans translated it. Well... Hey, it could be true. I don't know. I do love the idea, as we've discussed before. We wrote a little sketch about it. I love the idea of Area 51 having all these humans and aliens just hanging out and drinking at the bar. Yeah, that'll be cool. Sam's place. Um, so in 1978, a bar fight got her hand. <laughs> yeah, and they all went a bit whoop. But uh, I've got no way of knowing. And if they if they wrote it in, in proper English, I might, I might find their argument a little bit more persuasive. <laughs> yeah. Those um, really cool pictures of the sort of World War One soldiers fighting tripods Yeah. Uh, from a History Channel spoof documentary called The Great Martian War, where instead of World War One, yeah. Martians landed in Europe and there was a massive war between the oh, humans and the Martians. <laughs> and they put all this old footage in of soldiers in the back yeah. and put them tripods in the background. Oh, excellent. And it made it look as if... Uh, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. It was, it was alright. It was a bit fucking dark at times. Yeah. I'd like that then, probably. Want <laughs> <laughs> some fucked up facts to finish? Yeah. yeah. Alright. There was a recent poll worldwide, and it said that only 13% of people polled enjoy their jobs. Doesn't surprise me. And 30% of Brits think their jobs are bullshit jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying a word. <laughs> Uh, it is. <laughs> me too. Well, yeah, me too. <laughs> the only known banker strike oh God. happened in Ireland in 1970s. The bankers had some uh, grievances over threatening on strike anyway against the government. They did, and the strike lasted six months. It had no effect on the economy, and the bankers were forced to back down and accept the government demand. <laughs> 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 I like it. Fuck you, Scientists now believe that gerbils are more likely to have spread the plague than rats. Oh, imagine the rats have been getting a bad name yeah. on these years. Mm. Apparently weather conditions were wrong for a rat population boom, but historically consistent with favourable conditions for the Asian gerbil. I was always under the impression the reason that there were so many rats is because the witchcraft trials had gone ahead before and they killed a shitload of cats. Mm. So that allowed ah, the rat population to boom. Sense. That's the impression I was always under. Makes sense. Well, they're bad rat cats, didn't they? <laughs> Apparently so. The Arabic word for a hamster translates as Mr. Saddlebags. Oh, well. <laughs> that's cute. Oh, man. Well, I feel the need to get a hamster now and call him Mr. Saddlebags. <laughs> uh, we, I bought a couple of little dwarf hamsters for the girls. Is one called Mr. Saddlebags? No, but one did bite the other one's head off. Fucking <laughs> hell. Yeah. You still got him? Well, Leona had to dispose of the decapitated one and ever... And basically, the one that didn't kill it died because I, I could never look at it in the same way after that. And I, 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 I refused to feed it and, like, <laughs> and clean it. And, so, yeah, he died. Wow. That's a joke for the listener. I didn't malnutrition it till it died. But No, we hit it with a hammer. Uh, no. But yeah, he, he was a fucking cannibal. I never thought of him the same after that. Like, you little fucker. That was your blood relative as well. From the Get same out. litter, Savage? whatever it's called. What was he called though? What were they? Oh, the girls named them, so they were called Butter and Sugar. So Which don't... one died? I don't fucking know. Yeah. 
they but their names switched because they looked identical. And the girls <laughs> used to say, "No, that one is Button." I was, like, "You don't fucking know." They're like, <laughs> you know what I mean, I could kill that one. Go and get another one from the shop, and you wouldn't know. <laughs> they so we did. This big. Yeah, no, I did. I did. This. I did. <laughs> Just to amuse himself. It's like it became a game after a while. <laughs> Didn't think he'd get caught. Well, they would have noticed. Well. Dead hookers in the back of the van. <laughs> dead, ham- dead hamsters. <laughs> in the garden. In the garden. <laughs> oh, don't trip over the dead hamster mound. Why do we need all these shoeboxes? He's <laughs> mm. got a nice new fur coat, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's the crew and the villa of the hamster world. Man, you'd have to kill a lot of dwarf hamsters. They're this big. <laughs> Mass murderer to make a coat. <laughs> Maybe a nice set of driving gloves. <laughs> Fair driving gloves. Yeah, that'd be dangerous, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd have leather on the uh, palms. Uh, that's a good design. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you have saved your idea. <laughs> Thousands of more isn't it? It's a whole addiction now. Thirst quest for revenge. <laughs> and a nice new coat. <laughs> and driving gloves. And the way I kill them is I literally just pop the head in the mouth. <laughs> oh, Ozzy Osbourne style. <laughs> Spit the head out. Are you have another tetanus shot, Mr. Vincent? <laughs> I'm immune by now. <laughs> he has got hamster aids <laughs> I can't fit as much in my cheeks as I used to be able to. Uh, he's lost all interest in his wheel. He's <laughs> been <laughs> drinking his lager for a little spoon on. Oh, man. I want a giant hamster bottle full of lager now that I could just walk up to in the house and go... <laughs> That would be fucking amazing! It would! It would. <laughs> oh, well. Back to the facts. <laughs> Julia butterflies feed on the tears of turtles. Wow, oh, yeah. That's pretty metal. We've discovered, I think we discussed back in the old, they used to feed on dinosaur, um, yeah. dinosaur tears. Right, yeah, yeah. Since medieval times, people in Scotland have had porridge drawers in their kitchen dresses. Leftover porridge was poured there, allowed to cool, and could be later cut into slices when cold and eaten over several days. That's a bit grim. <laughs> it's Scotland, isn't it? Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Some of the dinosaur noises in Jurassic Park were made using recordings of turtles having sex. Awesome. Cool. Clever girls. <laughs> hey. Oh, the window's farting. <laughs> Someone who uses both an Android and an iPhone is a bitexual. Oh, they're also a cunt. <laughs> Fuck off with you. What, you need two, two phones? phones? Yeah, could you prick? You're just showing up. Uh, well, I don't have to choose either Apple nor Android because I just have both. I also have a Ferrari and a Porsche. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like I hate him already. You know, yeah. He's called yeah. Rupert as well, isn't he? Probably. Yeah. A group of bats is called a cauldron. Ooh, cauldron of bats. Yeah, I like that. The March 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 is a march that takes place in March in March, Cambridgeshire. Wow. I hate everyone who lives there and <laughs> yeah. takes part in it. <laughs> According to Mario Puzo, 
He didn't know what he was doing when he adapted the novel into screenplays for The Godfather 1 and 2. After winning two Oscars, he decided to learn the trade properly and bought a book about screenwriting. The first chapter said, <laughs> Study Godfather 1. <laughs> How awesome is that? That's amazing. Urban explorers have discovered a mountain of 100 cars hidden in a Welsh cave. Nobody knows how they got there. That some scrapyard owner who ran out of room. <laughs> yeah. I know what I'll do. I'll put them in the old mine. <laughs> or a scrapyard owner who was uh, stockpiling cars for a rainy day. Uh, the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> or just because if you, you know, we have a sort of a few cash, he's got some cars um, in reserve. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll fucking sell that. Sort that out. Do whatever they do. Good on him. Nobody knows why cats wiggle their bottoms before they pounce. And as a recent cat only, have you noticed that? It is, because I know he's about to fucking attack my Yeah, no one knows how to do it, apparently. Just cycle himself up a bit. You know, wrestlers sometimes go... Slap yeah. themselves on the arm before they uh, get into it. Yeah, true. The iTunes user agreement requires that you do not use iTunes to develop nuclear weapons. Makes sense, perfectly reasonable. I'd say so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, See, Apple trying to do their bit for world peace. If yeah. uh, if Kim Jong Un mm. had an iPhone, yeah, he'd be in violation of his terms and conditions. <laughs> oh man, they had to cut him off. Hey, our new car. We we we've been forced to buy a car because the last one fucking died unexpectedly. It's from South Korea, and I got all excited, and then realised that South Korea is the normal half, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't fucking know they made cars in, oh, Kim's got it right, man. <laughs> this was a very affordable, nice little motor, you know, but it's the other side, isn't it? That's yeah, where that's a car. awesome car. Yeah. <laughs> 1950s Soviet vans, yeah. hey, trucks, sorry. It's a lovely little motor, a Kia. Very impressed so far. I thought it was going to be like, you know, held together with like, <laughs> cornflake boxes. <and> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a car. Well done. It's amazing. It's got all the right bits. Well done. Thank well you. Well done. I didn't build it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it comes as a flat pack. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm going to go shopping. I'm trying to put the wheels on. Have you looked at the instructions, Gareth? <laughs> I don't need the instructions. <laughs> You've always got a few bits left over. Yeah. You've got your airbag and a seat <laughs> No. <laughs> What's a brake disc? <laughs> Put one on the back, it'll be fine. <laughs> Put your foot on your tail like you used to on your BMX. <laughs> when you're trying to show up, and you fall on your face. <laughs> ah, dear. Uh, good times. Right, last one. Okay. Groucho Marx specifically visited Hitler's bunker so he could do the Charleston atop the place Hitler died. Wow. Dance on his grave, basically. Lovely. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but if you really wanted to dance on Hitler's grave, of course, you would have to go to uh, Argentina. Yeah, oh. that's a future episode. Conspiracies, yeah, man. Well, that was fun. It was. So uh, that's it for weird news five, the final frontier. It's uh, the final frontier, <laughs> maiden of the irons. Uh, Scunthorpe. Hey, <laughs> eh? <laughs> up the irons. 
Uh, sorry, a maiden saint. Oh, that's a football joke. Oh, <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know me lower division clubs as well as you, Mike. Up the Scunny. What a nickname. You don't want to go up the Scunny. You fucking bunch of Scunnies. <laughs> Better than the monkey hangers still. <laughs> Excellent. Right, so, uh, I've been Ben. Uh, thanks for listening. I will say, don't join the Flavor Aid and don't join a cult, especially Gauzes. Oh, eh? Bit harsh. Um, I need to win that bet. Uh, I, I've been, I've been Gaz. Free bit of tannin. Thanks. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you.